faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with Batman and Robin still missing, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, answers his telephone and receives... Spine-tingling news. Mr. Kent, this is Frank Anders at the Metropolis Trust Company. Oh, yes, Mr. Anders. You asked me to call you if that man came in. Yes, I did. Has he come yes, in? Yes, he's in our bank right now. He is? Look, Mr. Anders, hold him. Stall him somehow. Don't tell him anything and don't let him get away. I'll be there in one minute flat. All right, gang, get set now for more Superman contest winners. You may be among these, so listen carefully. Patricia Ledane, Hartsdale, New York. Bobby Sandy, North Plainfield, New Jersey. Robert Dick, Shenandoah, Pennsylvania. Robert Swidar, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Phil Sands, Fort Edwards, Wisconsin. Philip Fleming, Davenport, Iowa. David Wallen, Minneapolis. Robert Katz, Staten Island, New York. Jerry McNally, Anoka, Minnesota. James Sowash, St. Louis City, Missouri. Marilyn Vanasek, Clifton, New Jersey. Ira Monahan, Chicago. Michael Christie, Atlanta, Georgia. Yvonne Neff, Brighton, Colorado. Janet White, Omaha, Nebraska. Herman Dyramos, Metuchen, New Jersey. Bill Hartz, Glenshaw, Pennsylvania. Zomira Megohess, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Roy Seymour, Brighton, Colorado. Pete Turner, Atlanta, Georgia. John Harris, Minneapolis. Frederick Christensen, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Rose Cannon, Lansford, Pennsylvania. James Miller, Brooklyn, New York. Kenneth Burroughs, Great Neck, Long Island. Gar- uh, Garland King, Washington, D.C. Sonia Odette, Jamestown, Kansas. Donald Hall, Wallaston, Massachusetts. John Eckenrode, Concord, North Carolina. Larry Powell, Mankato, Kansas. Mary Stone, St. Louis. Don Evans, Ringgold, Virginia. Robert Mott, Wyoming, Iowa. Gary Sigler, Norristown, Pennsylvania. Bob Lawrence, Piedmont, California. Don Allison, St. Mary, Ohio. Dorothy Pittman, Savannah, Georgia. David Shosky, Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. Mary Silva, New Bedford, Massachusetts. Mitchell Lazare, Chicago. Dickie Richardson, Bellport, New York. Bill Easterly, Nonica, Michigan. Mary Wilson, Wyoming, Iowa. George Krause, Atlanta, Georgia. Roy uh, Crone, Quincy, Illinois. Beverly Pearson, Minneapolis. Dwayne Allstott, Omaha, Nebraska. Richard Nolway, Chicago. Gwendolyn Searless, Oregon City, Oregon. Jerry Mann, North Plainfield, New Jersey. And Richard Geisler, Stowe, Pennsylvania. That's all for now. More later in the program, so keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. A mysterious man who calls himself Jones, and who is fanatically opposed to our aiding the unfortunate peoples of Europe, developed a vicious and cunning plot to further his selfish cause, and at the same time, enrich himself. Learning that the famous Batman was really the wealthy Bruce Wayne, Jones persuaded Superman's friend to go away with him. Then, Jones sent an impersonator to Metropolis, who, impersonating Batman, made speeches against American aid to Europe and led Robin, Batman's young companion, into an ambush. Then, chaining the dynamic duo in an old revolutionary prison barracks far upstate, Jones and the impersonator returned to Metropolis 
to take possession of Batman's large fortune. Superman, who suspects the truth, has contacted all Metropolis banks. And as we continue now, he has streaked to the Metropolis Trust Company in response to a phone call. There, in his guise of reporter Clark Kent, he hurries to the desk of Frank Anders, the bank's manager. Hello, Mr. Anders. Where's oh, Batman? Oh, hello, Mr. Kent. Where's Batman? I don't see him. Uh, he's gone. Gone? But, yes, he, but when you he said... came up from the safety deposit vaults, I tried to detain him, but he said he was in a great hurry. Where did he go? Which way? Well, I, I, I don't know. He left just after I called you. Oh. With his friend, uh, uh, Mr. Jones. Jones? Then it was Bruce... Uh, I mean, Batman's impersonator, just as I thought. Impersonator? What do you mean? Look, Mr. Anders, please call Inspector Henderson and tell him the phony Batman just left here. I, I, I don't understand. Please do as I say right away. I'll explain later. This alley is deserted, so out of these clothes... This is a job for Superman. And a tough job. Only Batman and Jones could have taken a subway or a bus or a taxi or got away in their own car. However they've gone, I must find them. There we are. All set. Up! Up! And away! Yes, Inspector, I'll tell him as soon as he comes in. No, I have no idea where he is. Right. Goodbye. Oh, Clark, where have you been? Well, where haven't I been, Lois? Listen, has there been any word from Inspector Henderson? Yes, he just called. Did he pick up the phony Batman? No, he's still looking, but Oh, the... I was afraid of that. I couldn't find him either. There were too many ways he could escape. Subway, bus, taxi, private Why car. Why are you I so don't... sure it was the phony Batman who came to the bank, Clark? Because that Jones character was with him. He was? Sure. They forged Batman's signature, opened his safe deposit boxes, and took his whole fortune. Good heavens! Oh, I'm sure we'll never see the real Batman and Robin again, because Jones can't let them live now. Oh, Clark, what'll we do? I don't know, Lois. I don't know. Look, how about the recording of Jones's voice? Any luck with that? No, not yet. Oh, that's bad. The Daily Planet radio station has been broadcasting the record every hour and repeating our offer of $10,000 for anyone who can identify Jones's voice and tell us who he really is. Still no takers? No, not a single one. I've checked uh, with the other stations all over the country who've been playing the recording, too. No soap there either, huh? Just several false leads. Jones has been identified as a famous movie actor, a cabinet official, a general, a champion prize fighter, you know. Uh-huh. But I guess we have to expect those things. Yes, I know we do, but I was hoping somebody would identify him correctly because it's obvious from the way he works that he's no small-time operator. Lots of people must know him. But then I'm sure someone will definitely identify him soon, Clark. Well, I'd better hurry, Lois. Otherwise, I'm afraid we've seen the last of Batman and Robin. As the afternoon darkens toward evening... Clark Kent and Lois Lane continue to wait anxiously for someone to identify the mysterious and evil Mr. Jones. Batman and Robin in their ancient prison barracks have been trying desperately to free themselves from the heavy, rusted shackles. In the long, low, dimly lit room, where their ankles are chained to iron staples embedded in the wall beams, the dynamic duo have been bracing their feet against the wall, then throwing themselves back violently against their chains, hoping to snap them or to pull the heavy staples from the beams. Each time, they lock their teeth tightly to keep from crying out as the cruel chains cut into the flesh of their ankles. Oh, it's no use, Batman. These chains won't break and... Oh, these staples won't come out. Oh, you're right, Robin. Oh, my leg is as raw as fresh beef. Oh, so is mine. What are we going to do, Batman? Jones and his phony Batman will be back soon with your bankroll. And you know what happens then. All I know is what Jones said will happen. Well, that's bad, because he wasn't kidding. I know, but take it easy, chum. We're not cooked geese yet. 
Maybe not yet. But we're all trussed up and ready for the oven, though. Oh, boy, I never thought we'd go out this way, chained up like a couple of dogs. Look, cut it out, will you? I said we're not finished yet. You want to bet? Well, not too much, but a small wager, maybe. Well, stop trying to cheer me up, Pappy. You know as well as I do that we're done for. Unless our fairy godmother sneaks a cake in here with a nice big file inside. Yeah, oh, I'd love to have a nice big file right now. No, I wouldn't even mind seeing a cake. Exercising with those chains works up an appetite. Well, remind me of that later. I'll run out and buy you a steak. Hey, when is the last time you ate, Batman? Yesterday. Holy smokes! Hey, never shout like that at a man when he's hungry. Now, cut the comedy, Robin. I just thought of something. A way to get out of here, I hope. Nothing else but... You're talking about food gave me an idea. Go on, spill it. I'm all ears. Now, up until today, when they brought you in, I've been fed fairly regularly by two of Jones's playmates, ugly gorillas with guns, who've been bringing me a tray. One of them would keep me covered while the other set the tray down where I could reach it. You get the picture? Sure, but what are you driving at? Well, there are two of us here now, see? So if we can get the gorillas to bring us some food before Jones comes back and coax them within reach of our chain... Ah, uh, we grab them, give them a quick going over, and suggest they remove our leg bracelets. Surprising how quickly you catch on, son. Come on, now, let's yell and see if we can raise the chef. Hey, fellas, where's the waiter with the water for my daughter? Waiter! Hey! Chef! Guy son! Somebody! Hey! Hey! Come on! Hey! What do you guys want? We want something to eat. Yeah, we're starving. How about a ham sandwich apiece, buddy? Forget it. Mr. Jones didn't say nothing about feeding you. Look, you've been bringing me food every day, haven't you? Well, yeah, but Mr. Jones... Well, he must have forgotten to tell you, so be a good guy. Will you bring us something to eat? Anything. Well... Even a glass of water will do. Just a glass of water. Well, I guess I can do that. Right up, boy. Hey, wait a minute. Car just pulled up. Must be Mr. Jones now. Oh, what a brick. Never mind him. Bring us the water. Hurry. Wait till I see. Yeah, it is Mr. Jones. I'll ask him about something for you guys. Oh, I know what Jones will say. Yeah, he'll say it with bullets. Oh, I guess it was a good idea, Batman. Yes, Robin, it was. But it came a little too late. And there goes our last chance. Their last hope gone. Batman and Robin wait for the arrival of Mr. Jones. We'll be back in a moment with the tense climax of today's episode... So keep listening. Stand by now for more contest winners. Here they are. Albert Mansley, Wilmington, Delaware. June Bishop, Pittsburgh, Massachusetts. James Bristow, Topeka, Kansas. Vincent Rotondo, Trenton, New Jersey. Larry Huddleston, Atlanta, Georgia. Jack Lator, Shorewood, Wisconsin. John Picone, Beverly, Massachusetts. Jerry Cobb, Paducah, Kentucky. Valerie Anderson, Monroe, New York. Mickey Catalano, Chicago, Billy Harrison, Camden, Arkansas, James McCorrell, Omaha, Nebraska, Alvin Hogden, Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin, Donald Byrd, Brooklyn, New York, Bernard Dotger, Philadelphia, Marjorie Connick, Norfolk, Virginia, Jerry Pearson, Minneapolis, Kenneth Butts, Topeka, Kansas, Patricia Hitchens, Savannah, Georgia, Richard Hinnerschitz, Burnsboro, Pennsylvania, Claude Phillips, Hope, Arkansas, Dorothy Berkowitz, Minthrop, Massachusetts, Bernard Cantor, Brooklyn, New York, Peter Phillip, West Allis, Wisconsin, Ann Daniels, Redwood Valley, California. Edward Zipser, New York City. Grace Yura, Brighton, Colorado. Marianne Giuliano, Chicago. Richard Green, Miami, Florida. Arlene Kwiklinski, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Herbie Cowan, Conyers, Georgia. Daniel Sullivan, Nutley, New Jersey. David Myers, Glenshaw, Pennsylvania. Robert Nuttleman, New York City. Eddie Harmon, Norfolk, Virginia. Tony Tomasola, Norwalk, Connecticut. 
Gus Brown, New York City, Donna Sparkle, Leavenworth, Kansas, Walter Bora, Muskogee, Wisconsin, Stella Rubenstein, Philadelphia, Barbara Ken, Anoka, Minnesota, Robert Hansen, Omaha, Nebraska, Philip Unty, West Allis, Wisconsin, Alan Apter, Philadelphia, Robert Stewart, Wakefield, Rhode Island, Mary Ann Tulanian, Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts, Ronald Larson, Minneapolis, Doris Fritzinger, Walnut Fort, Pennsylvania, Gregory Rhodes, Bridgeport, West Virginia, Louis Moroni, Huntington, Long Island, and Paul Gurkovich, Walnut, Pennsylvania. That's all we have time for today, gang. If you weren't among these, you may be on tomorrow's list, so don't fail to listen. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. As Batman and Robin in the prison barracks upstate see Mr. Jones enter the room in which they are chained, Lois Lane in Metropolis has just rushed into Clark Kent's office in the Daily Planet. Hurry. What's the matter, Lois? What's up? They just called down from our radio station to say that a man showed up there who says he knows who Mr. Jones is. No kidding. Yes, he's upstairs now waiting for us. Hurry, Clark. He may really know. Out of my way, Lois. I'm practically up there now. Racing past Lois Lane like an arrow shot from a bow, Clark Kent sprints through the city room into the corridor and then, out of sight, leaves his feet and zooms up the eight flights of steps to the Planet Radio Studio in one great bound, as only Superman can. Does the unknown man in the radio studio really know who the mysterious Mr. Jones is? Or is this another false lead? And if he does know, can he direct Clark Kent, who is Superman, to the upstate prison barracks in time to save the lives of Batman and Robin? Whatever you do, don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode, fellows and girls, when the unexpected happens and the suspense grows. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 9 of Batman's Great Mystery on... The Adventures of Superman! <laughs>